Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Last week, I mentioned a poem that you wrote for me. Yes, you did. And at the time, I, I didn't remember. I couldn't just recite the poem, so I felt bad about that. So I thought maybe we should do something a little different this week. How different? Well, I'm going to recite that poem. Whoa. So listeners, this is definitely a a treat, (laughs) even though I didn't like the poem at the time, but I do now. So go for it, sweetheart. All right. Here we are. The poem is actually called, Do You Understand? That's what it's called. I don't understand nothing. (laughs) All right. Here we go. I can love you. Do you understand? Do you understand what it's like to be loved? Because you're in so much pain from the tearing down of a past love. Do you know what it's like to truly be loved? Because you chose the one you didn't love, turning your life from forward to backwards, ending before you start. A heart that doesn't know which way to go. And I show you, I can love you. Do you understand what it's like to have a man that loves you for you being you? A man that sees in you what they were unable to see in you. A man that loves you more than you. I can love you. Do you understand? Men have crushed your heart and thrown it down. What kind of man puts a woman down? Problem in him. Then he puts it on you. You've been lost in the mix and feel like you've been kicked from head to toe. I can love you. Do you understand? You look at me and remember your past, but I'm not your past. I'm your present and your future. If you could understand, I can love you. Do you understand? Because I'm the man that loves you as you are now and tomorrow. Even in your sorrow and pain, I can love you. Do you understand? I can love you, rich or poor, without the time or day. I can love you on good days and bad days. When you can't move from bed, I can love you. One size up, one size down, feeling broke down. I can love you with the changes you feel every day. When you think I can't feel your pain, I can love you. Do you understand? Because I'm your man. Do you understand? I love you because I do love you. Do you understand? I love you. I love you. I love you. Woohoo! That's it. I love you too, baby. (laughs) Thank thank you. I do. Well, at the time that you read that to me, we were still dating. Yes, we were. You called me up and read it to me over the phone. I did. And I I didn't like it because (laughs) it reminded me of one word. What is that? Baggage. Baggage. So that's what this week's episode is all about. Baggage. Baggage. It's part of a segment that we call Stand By Your Stands. Well, there are many reasons I do like that poem. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. All I heard was, I hate it. I hate it. Well, at the time, yes. I said that. But the things that I liked about it was you you told me, I'm your man. 
and that you love me. Ah, I see. And the line about you love me more than me, than I love me, Mm -hmm. um, stood out as well. But it all gets back to I was bringing baggage into the relationship. Yeah, and something we all do. We all do. You had baggage too. We all do. Oh yeah, you used to. You used to tell me why. You used to ask me why are you yelling at me? (laughs) I'm not yelling at you. This is how I talk. (laughs) So being in relationships that were, um, I don't know, hostile. Let's say um, voices were raised quite. Often it was the regular, um, just, not for just, me. just, I know not for you. So, um, I stopped doing that. Didn't even realize I was doing it, but I stopped. You did. Yes, you did. Yeah. See, so yes, we all did. have, um, baggage, things we need to change about ourselves to, um, become a better person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, uh, well, do you want to tell listeners why you wrote that poem? What, what was I doing that made you write that poem? Well, um, I actually, uh, last week I said I didn't remember, but when I read it again, I, I do remember. And it goes, and is, we did discuss this before on a podcast, but there was a, um, a, a project you did and you were really proud of it. And you told me all about it on the phone, but when I saw it, it wasn't what I expected. And I laughed. Yes. Yes. And that hurt your feelings. It did, because at at the time, the men that I had been involved in most of my life up to that point, they didn't appreciate all the things that I did to advance myself, yes. you know, to improve myself. So I, I felt that most of the men who were drawn to me before you were men who were intimidated by anything I did that was successful. So for yeah. you to see something from the the very beginning of a new project that I was doing and to laugh at it. Yeah, I w- it took me by surprise because it was not what I pictured in my mind from what you um, and described. I, and I, re- I took and- that to mean it wasn't of the caliber that it needed to be. So it really, yeah. it did hurt my feelings. Yes. And, and I realized it hurt your feelings, but it was the reaction you had when it hurt your feelings. Yes. Because that was, because that was by the, the time, issue. That it, was the reason I wrote the and poem. And my, my reaction was to just stop talking to you, Yo, to you, withdraw. You, with, you withdrew, wouldn't speak to me, wouldn't look at me, wouldn't do, I mean, Because you just, I thought, that's, it. <laughs> yes. And you just you just shut down. You yes, shut because down. not only was I hurt, I was angry yes. at you. Yes. But it, it wasn't that I was trying to hurt your feelings. Oh, I, I was know just that taken now. by taken by surprise. But um after that we had a long discussion about, hey, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt you, but um, you know, it wasn't my intent. But you know, if I do hurt you, because if we're going to be in a relationship, everything's not going to be perfect all the time. Why not? But, but, <laughs> but when it's not, we need to talk about it. Right. And we and by the time I met you. We withdraw from each other. We need but, to talk about it. But I could tell in the past you would have withdrawn from someone if they if y- if, if you thought they were. 
yes, attacking because, you or not supporting you. Yes, because yeah. think about it. If someone is intimidated by your success, that's not something they're going to get over. Exactly. No matter what I say. Exactly. So from, you know, guys I dated before you, I just stopped talking to them about it because I knew I couldn't change how they felt about it. Mm-hmm. So I just rather... I just don't discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and do my own thing. Yeah, I understand. So, so you did teach me to, oh, that it was okay with the right person yeah. to open up. Oh, okay. And to communicate yes. fully. Like now, maybe now you regret that because now I say everything I think. I don't regret any of it. <laughs> Even you have taken on some of my characteristics. Like earlier today, we were both um, sitting at, our desk. And I was telling you about something we had just been talking about. I was, oh yeah, I didn't insist and blah, blah, blah. And this, 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 that, that, that. Jill, did you hear me? Why aren't you answering? <laughs> and I and said, you said, nope, I no, wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't listening. listening. But again, that, and that, that's something that you have said to me. Yes. Yeah. But being, but not listening and being able to own up that, you know, you weren't listening and say it out loud. That is real communication. Yeah, I wasn't listening then, but, you know, I'm but sorry. I but, I'm, but I am now. Yes. Um, simple. No feelings hurt or, or anything else where I think if you were still in that baggage where you were keeping baggage from your past and the same thing happened and I said, you asked me, did you, did you hear what I said? No. <laughs> and you would and be that upset. that would have been a problem. That's, that yes. would have been a problem. Yes. But, but instead I said, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't, but what were you saying? But you know, I'm genuine yes. with that. It's not because I didn't want to hear you. Right. It's just that my Distracted mind was on something, something else. else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's true. So, you know, um, getting rid of baggage, um, again, all of us uh, have that. Um, my big, one of my biggest, largest bags of baggage. I had bags of baggage. You mean you had? I had. Yes. yes. W- uh, was, you know, just from uh, the way I grew up and in my household. You know, my household was severely dysfunctional. My father was alcoholic. My mother had some issues, which I won't tell because she might get mad at me and come back and get me. <laughs> come <laughs> back to haunt you? Yes, yeah, she's passed on. But it 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 uh, created a very toxic household. Um, little did I know, I carried that with me. Everywhere I went from when I was young to when I was grown. Um, so, so very toxic, uh, toxic uh, in the women I chose. Uh, all relationships were doomed to fail because I chose them. I chose someone that may not have, well, let's just say I chose someone that had issues. They might be mental issues. They might be issues from their childhood. There might be abandonment issues. There might all types of issues. Don't we all have issues? 
Yes, but some more than others. <laughs> That's some true. manifest in different ways. So I was drawn to toxic relationship. That's what made me happy. That was my happy place. Well, the toxicity. Because that was your comfort zone is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Because yes. that's what you knew. That's that's what I knew. So that's if I had that type of relationship, it was great until it wasn't, until, <laughs> you know, until I had enough. But all of that was my fault. It wasn't their fault. That was me carrying my baggage with me. Well, that is quite a, a heavy load. So what did you do to get to lighten your load? Uh, over over time i over time i began to realize my errors uh you know that because they were pointed out to you or what well people been pointing it out to me my whole life but i wasn't listening <laughs> so what made you listen i wasn't i wasn't listening uh bad relationship bad relationship a after a while you just get tired and you know depression and all all types of stuff issues come up because of the way you choose to live. So, um, so self-improvement on myself, um, you know, and I, I had depression my whole life. Didn't know it. Didn't know I was depressed. I thought that was just life. It was that way since I was a little kid because of the things I've seen in my life and in my household, uh, traumatizing. So, um, yeah. So how did you realize you were depressed? <laughs> I see what you're getting at, Jill. <laughs> it's a natural question based on what you just said. I see what you're getting at. Okay, listeners, <laughs> I'm going to tell the story that Jill's trying to get me to tell. I'm not trying to get you to yeah, tell yes, anything. Yes, 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 yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it. I, I, you're a former journalist. I know what you, where you're leading me towards. I'm not leading you toward anything. Uh, okay. That was a natural you, question. What, what was the question? The question was, how did you realize you were depressed? If you've been depressed your whole life and didn't realize it, what made you realize it? You. <laughs> so, listeners, Jill and I had been married for several years already and she kept telling me tony i think you're depressed i'm not depressed i'm not depressed i think you're depressed i'm not depressed i'm not depressed i'm good you know i'm strong man i i, I think you should get some therapy i think you're depressed i'm not depressed not depressed not depressed this and by the way you can be a strong man and still be depressed yes yes i know but this is my woman, this is this, this was my um, thought process at the time. Strong okay. man, I can handle this. This is the way it's been my whole life. I'm not depressed. I mean, I was with you. We were married. We had a you know a good, good happy marriage and all of that. But how could I be depressed? I got no reason to be depressed. So, but then there was one day, one day. I think I was washing some dishes or something. Yes, we were in the kitchen. <laughs> we were in the kitchen. And what did you say to me, Jill? What did you say? <laughs> I said, sweetheart, I think you need to get, I think you're depressed. I think you need to get some help. Please get some help. And then out of nowhere, 
I just started boohooing. Yeah, you did. Like it surprised crazy. me. It was, like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just boohooing uncontrollably. But you know, people, all of you that know Jill, you know her voice. This is my she's, voice. She, Tony, you really need to get some help. Just get some no, help. No, I said it like get, get I said help. it just a few minutes ago. <laughs> I funny? heard it the way I just <laughs> repeated it, okay? <laughs> and anyway, I just started boohooing. Never had before. N never had in my life. Cried like that. So that let me know, oh, wow, there is something wrong. I do need some help. So I got some help. I got some help and uh, uh, did some reading. I read several books. Um, I'm not going to get into which books. That's a whole nother uh, topic. Um, and uh, six months later, I'm not depressed. Well, actually, no, I took depression medication for a, for a, a while. Yes. No, maybe maybe a year. Maybe nine months. It was a few a months. I don't think it was a Well, it was a it long. was a while. I know it was a while because they stopped working. That's when that's when you kept saying I need to get some help. Yeah. So yeah, that that's how it went. So a doctor had already no, that's when I went to the doctor. You went to the doctor. Yes. I went to the doctor. I forgot all about that step. So I went to the doctor. Uh, I was diagnosed with depression, um, and the doctor put me on some meds, and they were like the happy pills. <laughs> I like those happy pills. <laughs> the happy pills were great. I loved them. But six months later, the happy pills didn't work anymore. They'd increase the dosage. They didn't work anymore, and it got to where anything they gave me didn't work. And that's when... Uh, that's what I said what I said I said what yes, I said you said what you said and then then that's when I actually got therapy and did some reading and all that and um haven't been depressed since I'm done that's true done. true and story been years years I have not been depressed not once I'm not saying I don't have a down day you know everybody does but uh, that severe well, depression. Well, the blues and depression are two different things. Yes, yes. Depression, my depression is where I didn't tell people I wanted to kill myself. Right. But my thoughts were, I don't want to be here. It's too painful. I don't want to be here. So that means on this planet, I just don't want to be here. And that's the way I felt. I felt that way actually most of my life. I just didn't want to be there. People ask me, how are you doing? Oh, I'm existing. That's what I would say. So, baggage. And, and now how do you feel? I feel great. Good. <laughs> Even when bad things happen. I'm yes. like, oh, whatever. Yes. We, we, because the thing about baggage is that you can let it go. But for many people, if they let something go, they have to replace it with something else. Now, are we talking about baggage now, or are we talking about um, well, sometimes, vices? Or well, sometimes baggage can be your vices or people. 
So sometimes when people get rid of a vice or a person, they replace they it just replace one. it with another vice or a person. So the baggage could be those things. Okay. In my case, it was how I felt, how people had made me feel in the past. And therefore, I thought every man was going to make me feel that way. That mm -hmm. this, uh-oh, that this is a sign that you're going to, you know, that you must be another man like this. Mm-hmm. But you helped. Well, you actually, you were the first person to tell me that, that I had that baggage. <laughs> you were the first right. one, which hey, is why I didn't like. Not, that's I not me, like, baby. I didn't you like better realize. Yes, yes. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what are you saying to me? And, and So that's why I didn't like the poem. Now, the first time uh, you read it. Yeah, but but listeners, the old Tony, the old Tony that that a part of me enjoyed that drama, that that, you know, dysfunction. My old Tony wouldn't have had a problem with it. Oh, you would have embraced it. Yeah. Instead of pointing it out to me. Yes. That's that's right. Absolutely. And we wouldn't have the same, we wouldn't have the relationship we have now. We wouldn't even be married. Probably. That's but again, right. you know, I was doing self-improvement um, for years uh, before I met you. As did I yeah. when I met you. I, right. I had definitely worked on myself, not realizing that I still had that in me. I didn't realize I still had it in me. Mm -hmm. To to allow or enable someone to make me feel that way, just mm -hmm. just because of laughter, it was laughter on your part, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I think because of the way you presented it, even though I didn't like it at first, <laughs> you didn't just sit me down and say it. You presented it to me in a way that I would listen because. I love writers, <laughs> you know, so you presented it to me in a poem. So I did listen. And even though I didn't like it at first, I did listen and tried to figure out, okay, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to not, you know, stay in the place I was, mm -hmm. you know, I was in that withdrawn place. Correct. So it was really hard to come back out of it. But I took that chance and all for the better because but, now but I you, do. But you, yes, I mean, you did actually very well because that was the only time we had that issue. It was. It definitely was because I, I realized you are a person that will tell me how you're feeling, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Hey, you, know? you only got me one time. When I was, I was really mad. I spoke to you, but I didn't speak much. <laughs> I only got you one time. You went out and made this major purchase without um, yes. something we did not need. <laughs> well, I thought I no. needed it at the time. <laughs> we We're talking did. about a, a <laughs> ring that I bought for myself. I thought I needed it at the time. I did. Yeah. Oh, man. Was it made I me feel better at the time. Boy, was I angry. Now, I didn't completely shut down, but I was. Oh, you didn't talk to me for a bit. I didn't that. talk to you much. I didn't talk to you much like we normally talk. But there was a reason I didn't. I, I don't think I ever 
told you this, but the reason I didn't talk much is because part of my dysfunction growing up was an issue with anger management. So I knew it made me severely angry and it like took me back to that place I used to be in. So the, the best way for me to handle that is, is to just keep a little distance until that rage calms down. So the really, rage, because I took it as the rage, you were, were you were withdrawing from me and not discussing it. That's how I took uh, it. At the time. I was I was angry for oh, what well, you that was for apparent. what you did, but I I was it was keeping myself in check more than anything else because I could feel that rage. And anybody that has had uh, anger management issues and and have learned how to deal with them had learned, you know, if you feel that. You need to change that situation quickly. And well, I haven't done that again either. <laughs> Even though I didn't see your full range of rage, I knew you were mad about it. So I did. I have not yeah. done that since either. Yeah. So we're good. We are. Good. <laughs> we have a podcast <laughs> where we can where we can talk about, about relationships. Yes, we yes we do. Well, this this um this one's been a heavy one. Yes. You know, it's going so, really quickly too. Yes, it is. So let's get to our second segment that we call. Give it a rest and a resolution. It has gone by quickly. Do you have a conclusion about baggage? Yeah. Well, the conclusion with baggage is to first identify that you have baggage and uh, how you do that could depend on who you are. Um, but you have, well, to, in our case, the other one had to point it out. Yes. But what, or in my case, yeah, but I start working on my, my baggage before I met you and Same. no one had pointed it out. I pointed it out to myself. So however it gets identified, whether whether you're able to do it or whether other people have been telling you, um, identify, try to work on it. Okay. And my conclusion is that we all have baggage. Yes. So, but it's so much easier to handle any relationship, whether it's romantic or professional, whatever the relationship is, friendship, mm -hmm. um, is yes, to admit that you have it, um, but also be willing to do something about it. Don't just say, well, this is who I am. Oh, yes. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Th this is who I am. Like it or leave it, you know? Nah. Right. Then that's why they end up alone. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, let's get to our third segment that we call I'm trying to help you. Advice? Hi, hey, you go first this time. Let's see what you got. Well, my advice is, is pretty much what we've been saying this entire podcast. Acknowledge that you have baggage. We all do. So it's, it's not necessarily just your flaw. Other people may have the same flaw. Mm -hmm. So acknowledge that you have baggage, but then really do the work. Mm -hmm. to rid yourself of it. Yes. Okay. And on on my side. Uh, oh, can I have one more thing? Oh, you have more? Go. One, just one more thing. Go. One thing that helped me get through my baggage was listening to Erica Badu's Bag Lady. <laughs> that song that, meant that, a lot. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to get to that. We're short on time. Um, uh, but 
what I have to say is something, and I hate that I, I repeat myself often throughout this podcast, but one of these things is when you're dealing with baggage, it's very important to be honest. I talk about being honest in a relationship. You also need to be honest with yourself in identifying what your issues may be. So be honest and with yourself and others. And this gets you, this helps get you to the point where you're happy with yourself. Things I have said before also. Yes. Yes. Mm. Because we all just want to be happy. Just want to be happy. But it does start with you. <laughs> That's it right. It starts with you. Your happiness starts with you. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get to our last segment that we call. So, what, what do, you do you think? think? What, what do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. Phone number. There's a phone number, 404-594-2247. And again, you can not only just leave us a voicemail message, but you can also leave us a text. Um, and, you know, we'll talk back to you. We'll talk we'll, back to you. <laughs> we'll respond to you uh, <laughs> during our podcast. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Oh, no. I'm just happy and in love with you. I'm happy and in love I with you, I can love too. you. If you can understand. Oh, so listeners, tell us what you think of Tony's poem. Too. Or not. Or not. Oh, they'll love it. They'll love it. Tell us that too. All right. Well, you've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova the third for the music. Nick Zinke for the art. And as always, to you too, listeners. Thank yes, you. Listeners, we love you all. We love you. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye.